In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm the ghost of Paul Blackthorne being on Ending Pending all the time. I'm Ronnie. Normally, Ending Pending is a podcast uh, where we discuss television shows that only got a single season. But this week, we are going back to the archives and uh, we're dropping just the bits. Just the bits from episodes 6 through 11. Skipping over episode 7 because we just decided we were not doing a bit that episode. It was punchy. You will hear from uh, Tyler Flynn, formerly of the Enter the Cage podcast. Uh, was our first guest. It was super cool to hear Tyler again and, and hear his take on what his personal hell is. Um, we talk about the holidays, what we want for Christmas, what we're thankful for. Um, this is the beginning of realizing we've done what superpower would you want to have like a bajillion times just in different, uh, different phrasings of that question. And there's just, just lots of, lots of good little nuggets from, uh, from years past. This, these episodes are back from. Goodness, this would have been 2017, the end of 2017. Gosh, time sure flies. Uh, so we will be back next week where we will be covering Evan's Choice. Uh, Evan chose the show Powerless, a uh, DC sitcom with Vanessa Hudgens and Alan Tudyk and Ron Funches. It's going to be a good time. We're really looking forward to that. So stay tuned next week. We will be with you. Uh, to cover but until then enjoy these bits I gotta be honest with our audience too I'm a little bit drunk just like sure. a smidge mm-hmm. just like a little bit um, and, and I, I, I get a little dark when I'm drunk and so for today's <laughs> for today's banter um, I want to talk about what your personal hell would be oh, if you went to Hades. If you went to Hades and there was a specific torture designed for you, what would it be? I want to remind our audience: this is our week after Halloween episode. Like this is, <laughs> this, is, this is how we get on the non-spooky holidays. Yeah. Welcome to Christmas. Let's talk about hell. <laughs> I have my personal vision of hell because I've thought about this many times. So it would be living in an eternal infomercial where you're like trying to do everyday things and they're incredibly difficult and you're basically <laughs> like a moron and that's your entire life. Like, I can't make this toast. It's so hard. And I love, why don't these I love batteries work? <laughs> like white people in infomercials meme? Yeah. Meme? It's good shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. So basically I'd be white. um i think my personal hell would be that i have a perpetual job interview and i'm driving around the city and i can't find a parking spot and all of the parking spots that i possibly could pull into look they're parallel spots and it's just a little too small for me to be confident enough to squeeze in there and not look like an idiot That is my life in L.A. <laughs> I, 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 you live in a very hellish landscape as far as I'm concerned, Tyler. Yeah, sounds that way. My, my personal hell would probably be that 
Um, I, I've been given instructions by someone, but they were vague enough that I can't actually figure out what to do, and there's lots of other people around. And I'm supposed to, like, know what I'm doing, but I have no idea what I'm doing, and I can't, like, ask anyone for help because I'm supposed to know. Like, I'm, I've been given instructions, but, like, I can't, fig- I can't figure it out, and just everyone's there, like, sort of milling around. And- That's literally every day of my life. just make it work this is like yeah like sort of a social anxiety like just every everyone around you is aware that you're supposed to be doing something and you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing but you you every latte i've ever made (laughs) that's not quite the same that's not quite as high pressure of a scenario as i mean like unless you're making karen's drink I name every white soccer mom Karen. They're probably all named Karen. I was going to say, you probably have like a 90% hit rate on that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, what's your personal hell? My personal hell is um, one of them is that I am like constantly trying to fold sheets or blankets or jackets or towels, anything long and uh, made out of cloth. Um, cause I can't do that well. I can't, they, they like wrap around me. They're like the Diagona and the trash compactor trying to suck down Luke. I'm real bad with blankets. But that's your personal hell? Yeah. <laughs> I like that all of our personal hells are so benign. Yeah. Like there's exactly. no, there's no yeah. fire and brimstone. Just, it's just, uh, mild inconveniences. Just wrestling with sheets. Between me, Tyler, and Evan... Our, our hells consist around like people watching us and like seeing us doing things poorly and Andy's just like nah it's just blankets man how do you figure fucking these blankets <laughs> the, the other one you, you're the, the kind of person who would buy a snuggie right um we have a we, slanket we have a slanket we're brand loyal to the slanket it is a uh, in every way superior <laughs> snuggie <laughs> I feel like you think this is funny, but I'm not kidding at all. Like, Evan's real serious so about slankets. Brand loyalty to slanket is the funniest thing I've heard <laughs> By the time you're listening to this, tomorrow is Bla- or tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. This comes out oh, on it's Thanksgiving. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. So let's talk about what we're thankful for this year. Yeah. i'm thankful that even though we are ending our paul blackthorn like appreciation podcast that i can still experience him in battlefront 2 which is a delightful video game that just came out Mm -hmm. i'm thankful that ryan johnson who's my favorite writer director of all time is just in charge of star wars now and i'm thankful that for thanksgiving this year i'm not eating it in a wawa parking lot no Thanksgiving last year was real sad. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful that Carl Urban continues to get increasingly good acting roles so that I don't have to watch terrible, terrible things to see his sweet, sweet face. Um, And I'm also thankful for those little tiny pumpkins, the ones that are mad small. The little wax like candy guys? No, no, the real ones. The oh, ones that the pumpkins. Pu- pumpkins. Yeah, the little tiny pumpkins. Oh. Not the fake pumpkins, but the little tiny pumpkins. Sure, sure. Um, 
I am thankful. I'm I'm always thankful for Paul Blackthorne, but I'm thankful for for our Bob, our Terrence Mann. Let me tell you, I have gone on a Terrence Mann musical kick and just listened to all the music that he has sang in shows over the years, and that man is a goddamn treasure. I am. Can I, I interrupt so... you real quick and put you on the spot? Yeah. Name one Terrence Mann song. One Terrence Mann song. One day more. He's Javert in One Day More. Uh, how about? Oh snap! Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, like Broadway. Cool. Oh, dude, 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 dude. Let me. Okay. So then, all I'm talking about is Terrence Mann now. Terrence Mann, Javert in um, the original Les Mis. He is Doctor Frankenfurter in the original Rocky Horror Picture Show. Not the original Rocky Horror. I suspect not the original Les Mis either. I suspect. I suspect you mean not the movie one. No, but, the, uh, the the original Broadway cast is, okay. is Terrence Mann, yes. Um, okay. The original Beast. That's some street the cred right there. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the that's dude, hardcore street the cred. The dude has, like, days and days and days of credentials. And the yeah. fact that he is, like, slogging through on this show makes me sad. But then I just go <laughs> listen to, like, him as Beast in Beauty and the Beast sing... If if I can't love her and just I just cry myself to sleep and well, so I'm thankful. Paul, that he's Paul like, Blackthorne also like didn't need to do this show. Like the no. man's not hurting for gigs. No, uh, the fact that they got Terrence Mann and Paul Blackthorne to do this garbage is if only they could have lifted it up like Atlas upon their mighty shoulders. Right, right. But no, the fact like it's weird that like Terrence Mann agreed to do it because Paul Blackthorne came in to the like the pilot, the original movie that they made. When there was no Bob. So essentially they had footage to show Terrence Mann of like, here's what we want you to do. Here's what we've already shot. And he was like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, that, <laughs> this sounds great. Maybe he was a fan of the books. It is very Maybe. possible. That's what I'm just going to assume about Paul Blackthorne too. Like he was just a Dresden Files fan. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So it's just, I, I'm, I'm thankful for Terrence Mann and, and the fact that I've listened to nothing but, uh, Broadway radio on Slacker for the past like five days straight. I'm thankful these were the last three episodes of the Dresden Files that we'll ever have to watch, ever. Amen. My life was changed today for the better. Ooh. I I took a a time machine to the tasty future. But the future is now. I had a calzone that was inside of a pretzel. And mm. it, it was it was incredible. It was the best thing. Like it was very much still a pretzel. It was very much still sure. a calzone. Also, side note, Leslie Nope is wrong. Ben Wyatt is right. Calzones are amazing and they're a gift. And yeah. uh, putting one inside of a pretzel is the greatest thing humanity has ever done. All right, as the resident like food person on this podcast, you're going to need to do a little bit more description on this magical food that you that you've consumed. Was it like a calzone with just the like the outer dough was just pretzel dough? It, the the outer dough was in fact pretzel dough and like it had some it was a traditional like Italian chicken calzone and then the outer dough was pretzel and then it had salt and like that like butter stuff that they lather it in mm-hmm. and then uh like parmesan cheese on top but like the ricotta was amazing and it was delicious that sounds really good and, and so right 
So my question for you guys is that now that like I've experienced a piece of the future, and now <laughs> that we are going to be talking about uh, almost human, what what do you guys like? What do you want from the future? If you could pick one piece of future tech from like popular culture, what would you grab? I want Starbucks drone delivery. Ooh. I want I want the drone. I want. A coffee drone to come to my bedroom window in the morning and tap lightly on my window and I just reach out and retrieve my coffee. But how would I get how would I get all my attention from flirting with customers? Um I mean people would still go to the Starbucks. Like people would still physically There's go to- there's fucking drone baristas, no. How's my coffee going to stay warm when it's flying through the, the air? Look, this is the future, Ronnie. I don't have to explain I, everything. I mean, I feel like you do. I feel, I like, feel like the drone uh, could you, keep it warm. Have you heard of Yeti cups? Because those the are... The fucking robot keeps the coffee warm in the goddamn show we just watched. That's fair. Yeah, Fuck that's you, fair. Ronnie. I feel, like I, was, I feel like I was almost leading into that, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, my piece of future tech... I got really angry there, Ronnie. I'm sorry. It's. I mean, <laughs> listen, we're lo- we're all a little bit punchy. Okay. Um, my future tech would definitely be George Jetson's fold-up car into a briefcase because I hate parking so much. That was your vision of hell when we discussed that for a yes. previous banter. Yes. Yes. Trying to find <laughs> parking spot. That is, yeah. That is very solved. astute of you, Evan. I am like looking for jobs right now and applying for jobs. And, like, I could either travel mm, 45 minutes to a job or an hour to a job but have ample parking or travel, like, 20 minutes and have to park in the city. And you know what your boy is is, uh, is looking for. He's looking for that nice suburban ample parking over the uh, over the congested oh, meter. Having to find a meter and thinking about maybe having quarters when I definitely know I don't have quarters. Who carries change anymore? Oh, oh it have, sounds terrible. They have an app terrible. for that now. You don't even have to use quarters. Yeah, but I don't go to the city enough to know it, and then I would have to download it on the spot, and it, it would just be a whole thing. I'd rather just have my car fold up into a briefcase. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's obviously, <laughs> no matter where you live, that's a good alternative to right. just parking in general. I love that you chose the Jetsons briefcase car and not Iron Man's briefcase Iron Man suit. Um, that would also choice. that would also be efficient for commuting. Just yeah. having an Iron Man suit. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I would get real sweaty in an Iron oh, Man. Oh yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like you'd have to like complete. That's a I whole mean, RDJ's never sweaty, but but like RDJ's comic book going... Iron Man gets pretty sweaty. Right, and he's going to do Iron Man stuff. If I'm, yeah. like, going to, like, be a social media coordinator at, like, a bank or something, I don't need to be sweaty on the way there. Like, people aren't going to understand, like, oh, he was just Iron Manning it up out there. Just tell him that you took a bike. <laughs> it's a very, very tight, sweaty bike that's, like, making my skin all Have you seen cyclists, though? They're gross. Yeah, they're no, fucking gross. I get you. I get you. I think they're better yeah. than us, too. Yeah. Gosh, oh, healthy goodness. people. What what do you want your one thing from the future to be besides a calzone that's also a pretzel? Oh, man. Well, if I really had to pick anything, <laughs> BB-8. <laughs> Not even for tech reasons, just for friendship reasons. Yeah, I want to be friends with BB-8. Mm-hmm. And also, he could fix my car. My car concerns me a lot. 
Sure. And it's also orange, so like, yeah. They'd be friends too. BB-8 mm-hmm. would be. But BB-8 can't like climb stairs. Oh, I'd feel real bad for taking BB-8 from Poe though. So maybe like my own, my own BB droid. I don't know. Like I don't want to ruin Poe's friendship with BB-8. So like you can my- have the BB-9E. No, BB-9E's definitely evil, and I'm Black not and comfortable red. with that. But like my yeah, own, but it could BB be like a fun droid, little like, like comedy thing you guys have of like BB-9E. Did you poison my coffee? And BB-9E's like. Mah, mah. Now that you got two future things. Well, the one was in the present. Not to hear you talk about it, it wasn't. It was amazing. I do feel like I time traveled. It was it was delightful. Fellas, you're not gonna believe this. There's a fish in the percolator, and it's delicious. Because Fish in the Percolator is a brand new Twin Peaks rewatch podcast where three gorgeous hosts discuss new and wild killer theories, tasty behind the scenes snippets, and the endless whirlwind of themes and dreams of your favourite demonic soap opera. New episodes every other Wednesday on the Lunar Light Studio Network, The Black Lodge, delivered to your mind by throwing rocks at a bottle or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Anything? You're, any you're supposed to come up with the banter. I know. I, 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 but my banter for today was, let's just ask if anyone else has anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I, had, I had something. Well, let's um, hear it, Ronald. You're yeah. the le- you're, well, I would hope that you're 0% hungover right now. So. I, yes, I am very little hungover considering I had to drive three and a half hours last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ronnie was at our house. We I was. Had, we had a party. We yeah. also took the pictures for the Christmas we card. We did. And then Evan and I got uh, a little, little sauce. We, yeah. we got trashed. We a got little, messed up. Just a little bit. We kissed so many people. <laughs> I had Something fun. Something like that. I had fun, and I drank a good amount, and we had a great time playing Sheriff of Nottingham with some new friends. Yeah. Um, but I certainly did not get anywhere close to the point that you guys did, and I feel a little well, bit left out. Sorry, I mean, we live here, so we didn't have to drive anywhere. No, you should fair. just live here. You should have just stayed overnight. Yeah. Fair enough. I could have stayed in your murder basement. Yep. Yep. So, in episode five, I believe it is of uh, ending, not of ending pending, of almost we human. Are, we are ending pending, we are, Ronald. We are ending <laughs> pending, and we have more than five episodes, but on episode five of Almost Human, uh, one of the characters is a psychic. Mm-hmm. She's a medium psychic. On a good day, she's a petite psychic. That's a joke they come back to quite frequently. That, that was a joke. Yeah, it's actually kind of, it's, it's cute, I think. Um, mm. But she gets her psychic powers because she is, she goes into like a scientific program where they increase her mental capacity to be able to have extra, extra sensory perception. Um, so I was wondering, guys, if you were in the future... And science could do cool stuff to you to give you superpowers. What what superpower would you get, and how would you explain how the future would be able to scientifically give it to you? Oh, that's that's a real complex question. Yeah, well, it's, it's the future. It's scientific and techno- technological. Put put magnets in me. Magnets in you? Why? No, I'm I'm kidding. That's a terrible power. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but they do that. That's actually the. Uh, the one like weird voluntary like 
biometric surgery that they currently do is like people can have little micro magnets put in their fingertips. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the advantage to this is. I think it's just cool. Like, look what I can do with this paperclip. Yeah. But like people do that. This is a thing that exists. What if you got like m- magnets all over your body? Stick with me. And then you like went into like a bank vault and just like rolled around in the coins, Scrooge McDuck style, and then just ran away covered in coins like plate mail. Coins and- aren't aren't magnetic, my dude. Aren't they though? U.S. currency is not. Hmm. So we're gonna have to go international for this one. Yeah, you need like uh, I forget which metals are magnetic right off the top uh, of my head. That but would it's be. Not, it's not all of them. It would be iron, cobalt, and nickel. Um, did, did you just look that up right now? No, no, I know that because of the Disney Channel original movie, The Thirteenth Year, when he says it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he says it in class, and uh, then he uses a magnet, and his gold coin gets stuck to the magnet, and they're like. Uh, I thought that was real gold, and he's like, I thought it was too, and the evil leprechaun stole it from him. It's not the thirteenth year; it's the luck of the Irish. Totally yeah, luck- different movie. Not thirteenth year is about leprechaun. the merman. Yeah. Uh, luck of the Irish is about the leprechaun. Yes, I-, I will fix that somehow, or else I'll just look like an idiot. Either way, we're good. Um, so <laughs> is that just the banter? <laughs> Uh, I, I can't think off the top of my head of anything that they could, like, with science, give sure. me a superpower okay. for. Well, I'd, be, I'd be down for a robo-hand. Robo-hand yeah. be pretty dope. Yeah. Little Misty Knight action Little there. Misty Knight, yep. Yeah. Little Bucky Barnes robo-hand. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, the... It wouldn't be a superpower in me, but just, like, the uh, ovens in Star Trek that just mm-hmm. make the food. Yeah. Like, they just be any food or alcohol you want. Computer, uh, make yeah. me a pizza pretzel calzone. That could be your superpower, though, that they just, like, insert it into your gut like Krang, but you just take the brain out. And then <laughs> Why would I want that? What? I, mean, I don't want to be Krang. It would always be with you. You would be a hit at parties. You could be, like, a, a mixologist, but you wouldn't have to but mix if that, anything. But if, if that took over my tummy, then where would I put my own pizza calzone? Uh, that's the <laughs> that's the catch-22 of the whole yeah. thing. You get to feed the world, but you never get satisfied in your, in your feedings. I, uh, I will never that, be satisfied. That's not worth it. That's, <laughs> like... That's the worst power ever. Like, well, here, everyone else have nice things, but we can't have nice Well, things. I'm a people pleaser, so what are you going to do? So let's talk about uh, yeah. Almost Human. Yeah, Can Almost s- Human. I really thought Sam Witwer was strong in these episodes. He uh, did. His sexy, broody vampire uh, were- captured my heart. Yeah, there are lots of werewolves, lots of werewolves and ghosties. And ghosts, there was a ghost. There Y'all was. may have watched. You may have watched the wrong show. Oh, oh no, oh, no. not again. Oops. Regardless of your bad, bad jokes. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Hey. Uh, question for you. Shoot. Okay. What do you want for Christmas this year? Ooh. Um. All right. I guess I'll start off. Okay. Um. I want. I want more people to talk about Edward Snowden. I feel like he hasn't been discussed enough recently. Also, I mean, I'd love for Snowden to just like wreck Trump. Like, if if Snowden showed up with like Tim Mueller and was like, "I got the files. Like, I've had them this whole time. <laughs> I've had Twist. them this whole time. Twist. Um. And just like I want Mueller to have a really great Christmas." I want, you know, I want him to come back from the holiday just refreshed and mm-hmm. ready to tackle the regime. 
Not that our podcast has a political, you know, slant to we either don't. direction. We mostly talk about garbage television shows, right? But yeah. you know, we have a a slant towards uh, not being terrible people, though. I want Trump. I, to, I, I want Trump to only a... last a single season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to know what um, Tommy Wiseau's deal is. Ooh, that's that's really relevant right now to pop culture, babe. Good choice. I do though. I really want to know. Like it's 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 burning me up inside. I gotta. What's his deal? When you and I are rich, we'll hire a private investigator to figure it I out. I feel like people must have already done this. Like, surely, like this. I don't think he's all that clever of a dude. I feel like if someone with enough money bothered to look, we'd yeah, no. But he is like a, a cultural sensation at this point. Like somebody with a lot of money. Must be obsessive enough to try to figure his shit out. I'm still convinced he's DB Cooper, but he, he's much, much older than he claims to be. I mean, obviously, yeah. look at his face. But um, yeah, I, I need to know. I need. That's what I want for Christmas. I want somebody to blow that shit wide open. What about you, Ronald? Um, I want um somebody. It doesn't have to be the same person. It could be multiple parties. Um, but I want somebody with enough money to buy um, Marvel and DC and just, like, cut out all the shit. Because there's been so many things that have happened recently, like, both with, like, creators and creators they're allowing to do books and with, like, things that Marvel Comics has done that, like, <clears throat> I'm not reading comics anymore because it's just real shitty. And I want someone to take it over and be like, hey, we got rid of all the shitty stuff. So, like enjoy because i miss i miss marvel i miss my friends i miss my my friend uh deadpool and my friend steve rogers and my friend uh squirrel girl could we Um, have someone also buy uh like harry potter and get johnny depp out of the the new movies because yeah there's that too he, he he's an ass i guess more want to support movies with him yeah i guess more immediately and like a single problem that would be a better one there's there was like the whole like Northrop Grumman thing that they like did at Comic Con where they had like a defense contractor made like a special book, like about like the military industrial complex and that was weird and bad. And, Marvel did that, huh? Marvel did yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They like the, there's a whole like superheroes based on um the the defense contractor. And, That's oh. weird. Yeah, that it was like really. really I mean, it's. Like, Ike Perlmutter, the, like, guy who owns Marvel, like, the president, I guess. Huge Trump guy, which is, like, you can see it filtering down. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, oh it, okay. that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, just, like, someone needs yeah. to, like, buy it up and just be like, hey, we're making it not bad anymore. Anyway, let's talk about the TV show that we're here right. to what, talk yeah. about. What TV show are we Christmas watching? wishes. We, yeah. All I want for Christmas is stuff to be good. Anyway. <laughs> Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. 